0: Hello, everybody. Jeff Mason with Simple Biz 360 Podcast. Cheers, Mr. Simple Biz Guy coming at you. you, uh, That little intro is my grandson saying, all right, Mr. Simple Biz Guy, let's start the show. Hey, buddy, we're starting. We are streaming from stlewispodcast.com. That's stlewispodcast.com. At the home of Vi Media in Chesterfield, Missouri, Alex Dietrich, COO of Vi Media on the boards. He's going to be our guest coming up in episode 55. It's going to be cool talking to him, get a little uh, take from his perspective as well. But uh, today we are coming to you with an episode about speaking to the mind's eye. So before we start, first things 1st we'd love it if you like these podcasts to give us a review on any one of the platforms you're listening to. We're on 25 listening platforms plus YouTube. We also do um, uh, IGTV as well. So any one of those formats. And we would love if you subscribe to YouTube. I mean, the YouTube, we put a lot of money and time invested into the visual aspect. So, hey, hop on YouTube. You're going to see a little icon on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. It's free. Just you'll get notified when a new episode comes out. We launch every episode, 730 Central Time, Thursday morning, come rain or shine, every Thursday you get one. So today we're going to be talking about speaking to the mind's eye. What's that all about? Well, this is really important for small business owners, and I'm really excited to, to share this. And it's something I recently kind of stumbled into. I was what you would call maybe a technical advisor on a screenplay, and I dove into uh, my job um, for the uh, short term that I was involved in a project was to look at this treatment, we called it, and take a look at the treatment. And every little scene we had set up in a treatment My job was to look at it with basically my eyes closed, if you will. And my my goal was to make sure we were answering these vital questions. What was going on? Who was there? Where are we? And, you know, explain it with some type of an emotional tie. And so um, I I was the reword kind of uh, guy. I did a lot of the rewording on things just to make sure we spoke to the person who was um, going to read this treatment. And the treatment was about 14 pages long. And basically, you're trying to shop this to a a future investor um, to do this project. And and that was my job. So it really really made me think and contemplate quite a bit about uh, how relatable that process was to running a business. And here's what's interesting. If you look at that from a Hollywood perspective or from a production perspective, you're really um, trying to get the audience to relate to the movie. If you look at it from a business perspective, you're really trying to get the business to relate to the audience, right? And why is that? Well, it is unfortunate that we live in a time of our lifetime here that uh, perception is reality. And what we say is it's customer perception is customer reality. So what they think about us becomes how they view us. And when that process takes place, you've really got to examine how you're doing things. Um, you know, you always keep an eye on what you're doing, obviously, what kind of product or service you're providing but you've really got to focus in on the how you're doing things because the perception that is gained by the customer is looking at your company from that how vantage point. So it's really important for you in your company, or if you've got your own, to think about how you can relate your company to the audience. For example, can you simplify things, programs, Um, ways to place orders, ways to get information. Can you make that as easy as possible? Can you explain things in, in outline steps? If there's seven steps to something, can you outline those seven steps and show somebody, Hey, to do that, there's seven steps. Here they are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, list them show, you know, walk somebody through it in a very, very, um, uh, you know, easy format, but start thinking about that business with from that vantage point and, and how you provide the business for instance um, you know customers are always going to want to know hey where are we in the process uh, are we still on target for the timing uh, if not what are the issues that are facing us uh, talk to me if you if you know if there is some kind of an issue and, and, and it's unfortunate that um, many times because of the world we live in words are cheap now and they don't have any value And so customers don't really, they don't really want to hear what you have to say so much. They want to feel good about how you're dealing with them and they want you to deal with them. They want you to follow through. They want the rubber to meet the road. And if you can achieve that, that really sews together a wonderful, um, you know, kind of a montage of things that you do that make that customer come back to you or refer you to another customer. So it's the mind's eye of the customer that you really, and that we really have to be conscientious about because they're going to run away with thoughts. They're going to think about us in ways that we don't necessarily think they do. But but they, you know, they are going to, Take what we do or don't do, and they're going to let that shape their opinion of us, whether we have the best product or the best service in the world, and that's how it's gonna go down. I mean, you might have a great restaurant and you might it might be awesome, but your wait staff may never voluntarily get to the customer before um they get to the weight staff with just water. Just come by with a water pitcher and fill it up. I mean those things, right? Um, or 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 maybe maybe you don't know it is the restaurant owner, but your waitstaff is is holding so many different um, entrees that. And this happened to us the other day. My wife and I noticed, you know, the hamburger was sliding off the plate, and the and the gentleman was 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 pushing the hamburger back onto the plate because he had so much with his bicep. Now I don't know. Hygiene practices with COVID and everything, but you know my burger is pressing up against his skin. I mean, so I didn't care, but my wife, you know, she's like, "Oh my gosh, did you see that?" Well, those are like the little things that people walk away from the restaurant experience and they talk about, it and it shapes their perception. And and it happens in all realm of life. Whether you're, if you're on an airplane and it's it's how the, the the people deal with you on the airplane. It's it's not always the the airplane itself. It's how the you know, the, the stewards and um, uh, stewardesses are, are uh, I should say flight attendants, excuse me, that's old man terminology. What am I doing? Uh, the uh, flight attendants, yeah, it's, it, it depends on what they're doing and how they're doing things. So again, it's just a real uh, cool way to, you know, look at what you're doing and say, is my customer getting a good, comfortable feeling from what I do? Are they from their mind's eye, are they saying, you know what, Jeff Mason respects my money. Jeff Mason respects my time. Jeff Mason respects my uh, investment in his company products. Um, he really goes about things the right way, and I, and I like what he does. And, and that's the mind's eye. You know, it's funny, I, I, I've done a lot of business with some big retailers and Uh, So when I left to come out to St. Louis and take an executive position, I I said goodbye to Kohl's. I said goodbye to Target. And one of my Target product development people sent me a a beautiful uh, note. And she said, you know, you're one of our favorites. And we just wish all of our vendors were as attentive to detail as you are. Now, she said nothing about the pants and shorts that I made. Had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with how I went about paying attention to detail, and in the last sentence, she said, "You make our job so much easier," and I just thought that was so wonderful. And you know, that's um, and Coles. I I told the story in one of the earlier podcasts. I won a big a big uh, contract, and you know, long story short, it all wound down to an August meeting. We were at a trade show, and a gentleman pulled me out in the aisle, and he said, "You know what?" You were awarded that contract based on how you handled yourself in that meeting room back in May of this year. So it had everything to do with how I handled and conducted myself in May that I was sitting here with a large contract in August. Again, we, yeah, we, we, I know, you know that we we're making pants and shorts and everything, but um, it, it, it had a lot to do with character, integrity, and honesty, and in his mind's eye. In their mind's eye and in Target's mind's eye, it was a good experience, and they they, they liked it. And that's what you want to leave with your customers. You want them to have that experience with you. Now, we're going to end today with a pretty cool uh, Lost in the Shuffle track. Uh, it's, it's John Fogerty. And um, anyway, it comes from a um, Born in the Bayou album. And what's interesting about the Born in the Bayou album – is that John uh, had an apartment, and he would go into the apartment if I understand the story correctly and to write. He would look at a blank wall. He had no pictures to put up there, and so he would look at a blank wall. And he, it was like an empty canvas. He could, he could, with his mind's eye. I, I, he didn't use those words. I am, but with his mind's eye, he could create this um, story and create something out of nothing, just looking at this blank wall. And his and his, his, his eye just traveled through it and you know when you listen to music uh, the music's great but it what is it really what what's really great about music it it's how it makes us feel it's how we relate to it. it's how we remember that music what that music means to us and so music speaks to the mind's eye so I just thought it was an amazing um, fit for this because you know he really um he created something beautiful and if I understand it correctly this this whole um Born in the Bayou album was a mythical childhood experience It never really happened, but he used a lot of similarities in life to to meld it together. If I again, if I have it correct, so we're gonna not pick a tune that he wrote, but we're gonna pick a little Richard tune on there. If you've never heard Good Golly Miss Molly uh, by Creedence, it's only a couple. Of, oh man, it is! It's just a storming version of it. It's it's great. So uh, that's gonna be our Lost in the Shuffle track. And again. We're going to sign off to today and just say that, that listen, customer perception is customer reality. So what does that mean to you? What do you have to do to it? Well, you've got to get to the customer before they get to you, and you've got to be a 100% response person, follow-up person, and follow-through person. You want to make sure that you uh, feed that need to make your company feel good to that customer um, and, and that's, that's what our, our suggestion on how to do it. So again, we would love your subscription to our YouTube, And you're going to see it down the corner, Lost in a Shuffle Track, uh, appeared up here in the upper right-hand corner as you're looking at the screen. And again, if you're listening on any one of the listening platforms, we would love, uh, your review and, and your subscription as well. Uh, see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great week.